Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode number six in the book of First Timothy. Timothy is going to, or Paul is going to, in this book of Timothy, book two Timothy, describe some of the roles in the church. And I'm going to title today, Thriving Roles in the Church, because that's really what he's he's after. He's already talked about being becoming saved, and then he's going to talk now about practical matters regarding uh, gender in the church. This is from 1 Timothy chapter 2, verses 8 through 15. I'm going to read now. I desire that in, that in every place the men should pray, lifting holy hands without anger or quarreling. He's going to turn his attention to women here for a little bit. Likewise, also, that women should adorn themselves in respectful, respectable apparel with modesty and self-control not with braided hair and gold or pearls or costly attire, but with what is proper for women who profess godliness with good works. Let a woman learn quietly with all submissiveness. I do not permit a woman to teach or exercise authority over a man. Rather, she is to remain quiet. Then then he's going to give the reasons for that. For Adam was formed first, then Eve. And Adam was not deceived, but the woman was deceived and became a transgressor. Yet she will be saved through childbearing if they continue in faith and love and holiness with self-control. All right, so it's it's a little bit hilarious that this starts with, with men, and they have adorned themselves in prayer with anger and quarreling, which is just ridiculous. And then he's going to pause here for about seven more verses and, and hold off on on laying into men. He's going to talk about uh, characteristics of men as soon as we get to chapter three. All right, for women here, the issue is they're adorning. He wants them to adorn themselves with modesty and submission, and not with gold and other stuff. And remember what submission is. Submission is my voluntarily relationally attaching under another person in their designated role and under God. And we talked about it when when uh, we were looking at Ephesians and roles with wives and husbands and children and parents and workers and, and bosses and everybody in, in, in under government. <clears throat> and we talked that submission will never work unless we get the second part of this right, the second half of this, which is we submit to a person as to the Lord. We submit to the person as you would to Christ. We submit to a person as uh, as to the Lord. And the idea is it's a way that we can exercise this uh, inter- internal posture towards God via another human being who could be doing their office not perfectly. For example, husbands. So the result here, what this, what Paul is after, is order in the church, in 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 demonstrable order that's reflecting God's design, so that the church can be arrayed in a way that displays Him, and then effective. So have be settled according to its fruitfulness. So displaying God in its organization and displaying God in in its functioning. So uh, he's going to go on here in a little bit to talk about overseers and teachers and pastors and the shepherd and elder office. That's one office. All those positions are, that's one office. Um, 
And submission is a beautiful thing. And if you don't think submission is a beautiful thing, then you, you may have three problems with it. The first could be that your posture has done a poor job in elucidating its beauty and has been unable to make it understandable. The second thing is, is that you haven't given it the time or the space to consider it and to try to understand it. And the third thing is you could, uh, you the third choice is you do understand it, but you just don't want to uh, obey it. I would refer you to season 13 episodes 34 and 35 if you want to think more about this. Okay. Uh, he, he talks about, uh, I do not permit a woman to teach or exercise authority over a man. Rather, she is to remain quiet. So Paul is talking about the limitation of exercising authority. So authority is primarily in the church. Authority is primarily through the teaching uh, role. And he's limiting that uh, authority in the assembled church. And he's asking women to lean into learning and quietness and submissiveness rather than trying to lean, lean into uh, a teaching uh, the teaching role specifically over men. So a good question could be, you may think, why why is that? Well, there's a couple of answers. One could be, God could just say, because I said so, and I want you to obey. But he actually gives you two reasons here. One is because of God's created order and the responsibilities that were given in, in the garden because of creation. And that doesn't change with regards to culture or time or or what what century you live in. The second one is because of Eve. And he he mentions here because of her deception and her transgression, which was against God and probably also less so against man. Finally, in verse 15, another crazy verse, yet she will be saved through childbearing if they continue in faith and love and holiness with self-control. So, Theologically, nobody's saved by having six children, but there is an element of of salvation and sanctification where you can progressively experience all the aspects of salvation, endurance and perseverance and patience that uh, refine and define and demonstrate genuine ongoing faith. And what what could better do that than motherhood? So real Christianity is best demonstrated and workshopped, if you will, and practiced in motherhood. I've seen it. I've had the privilege of seeing seeing it, and that's why it's the most honored and holy of all of all professions. All right, so some conclusions. Number one, God cares about men and women. He cares about his church. He cares about the gender that he gave the individuals in his church. He cares about our character. He cares about our role. And some of it is based on gender. He remembers the garden. God remembers the garden. He remembers the deceiving. He remembers the transgressor. Uh, Third point, authority is directly exercised primarily by occupying the teaching role in the gathered church. Fourthly, the goal here is that men and women thrive and are adorned beautifully in godly ways, with good hearts, with submission to the right people in the right way that results in a thriving character, good witness, godliness, and good works in a, in a fruitful church. So the prayer here is for fruitfulness, not for contention and strife. And then the final point is that mothers are close to God's heart. Thanks for listening here today. Thanks for learning about the thriving roles in the church. See you tomorrow.